You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome into MLB.com Extras, our Red Sox edition here at the Winter Meetings in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Tim McMaster along with our MLB.com Red Sox reporter Ian Brown, and we're allowing a former Yankee to sit in <laughs> on the Red Sox we're podcast. New, I'm neutral now. The media is neutral. <laughs> as Jeff Nelson joins us as well. Ian, I guess we'll start with what's happened here at the Winter Meetings, and obviously the Red Sox did a lot before they got here, but they do make a trade. They send Wade Miley. They had plenty of pitching. They said Wade Miley to Seattle. And they help out the bullpen. Carson Smith's a guy with a big arm. And then they get Elias as well. Just talk about your perspective on that deal. I think it was a tremendous trade because, look, the Red Sox are pretty covered in the starting rotation right now after they got David Price. And, you know, as it was, they had six or seven guys fighting for five spots. Now, Miley was a guy that, uh, you know, they're going to miss a little bit because he's an innings eater. But to get a guy like Carson Smith, who has that kind of stuff. One of the most underrated relievers in the, in the game last year. I don't know what happens to these guys in Seattle. People just don't stay up late enough to watch them. <laughs> they, don't, they don't realize, because I looked at the numbers and I was like, whoa. So I uh, think a really good move by Dave Dombrowski. I heard a comp for Carson yeah. Smith and it was Jeff Nelson. Yes. Thoughts? Well, they, well, I know, because I would get calls <laughs> from Seattle and, and he, they gave him the closers role for a little bit. Yeah. And, and this was the first time that he had an opportunity to close. And he's got, he does, he's got a good arm. And you yeah. look what the Red Sox, have done with that bullpen and, and something that they've really improved upon, especially when you do have just David Price is probably your big innings eater and your rest of the rotation. It's almost everybody's saying, okay, Kansas City, we're taking that formula and yeah. we're trying to, you know, emulate that. And that's what Boston's done. You look at Uwe Hart, doesn't have to close. Kimbrough, I think, is still ha- have a lot left, might be the best closer in the game. And then you add Carson Smith as that yeah. seventh, eighth inning guy. Really a big improvement for the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, John Farrell made the Jeff Nelson arm angle <laughs> yeah. comparison. I mean, you seen the pitch? Do you see the? I have. You I see have. the comparison? Uh, you see the comparison with the arm I angle? Do, I, yeah. do. I do. I uh, do. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's a tremendous move. And and Elias, the other guy they got in the trade, a lefty who can start and relieve. Some people think that he could be a pretty uh, imposing reliever. You know, starter, I think he's more of a depth type starter, but uh, he might be something to keep an eye on in the bullpen. When you look at that rotation now, they trade Miley, but really there's still six, maybe seven, if you count right, names in there that could start when you have, obviously, Price at the top, then you have Buckles, Porcello, Rodriguez, and what he did a year ago, Kelly, and as well as Henry Owens. That's a lot of guys. If you get to the end of spring training and all those guys are still healthy and all those guys are ready to go, it seems like there's two ways they could go. You could send Owens to the minors for a little bit, yep. or Kelly to the bullpen. Is that are those logical things, or is yeah, there another? I think, plan? I think they're pretty committed to, to Joe Kelly. That's his spot to as lose right now as a okay. starter. And uh, yeah, you know, the point Dave Dombrowski made was yeah, all of our guys, all of our starting depth except for Stephen Wright, they all have options. You know, I think they might try to, a way to keep Stephen Wright so he starts the season as a swingman, very valuable in that role. But yeah, I mean, you look at where the Red Sox starting pitching is right now compared to where it was last year, you know, and they felt good about their depth last year, but they didn't have that ace. You know, you get a guy like David Price and it just kind of, it changes the mentality of all the other pitchers. It takes pressure off them so they can just focus on what they're good at instead of saying, you know, maybe I can be the ace and, you know, maybe putting too much on themselves. Well, I, I like David this signing as well. You look at what he's done with the Rays and also when he's gone to Toronto. You know, James Seals has always been that mentor, and then all of a sudden it was handed over to David Price. You see her so much about how great of a clubhouse guy he is, and not only every fifth day, but what he means to that rest of the rotation. And going with that, you look at Porcello. You know, Porcello really struggled. I really liked his, liked his stuff with the Tigers. Got that big contract from the Red Sox. 
What does he do differently? And maybe does that second year all of a sudden he turns things around and say, you know what, I can't pitch towards that contract. I got to relax and go back to what I'm used to and pitch with the kind of stuff that I'm used to. Yeah, actually the overall numbers last season, I think a little misleading on Porcello because after he came back, he had a little injury that, you know, I don't, I don't even know how much of an injury it was. I think they needed to get him a little downtime right. to go back fan. down and just, uh, you know, get back to who he is. He said he was relying too much on four seamers trying to strike guys out and getting away from and who he him. is as a pitcher, which is a, a two-seam guy. When he came back, he pitched very effectively for about the last six weeks of the season. When Dave Dombrowski came over, you know, he said, you know, this looks like the guy I knew in Detroit. So I think that he can just take that momentum now as going into the season as maybe a number three starter instead of the number one or two right. they need him to be last year. So I'm very optimistic that he can bounce back. It's been a little while since David Price was, was signed by the Red Sox, but not that long since his press conference. And all you hear about David Price is, is what a great pitcher he is, obviously, but the teammate and, and the fun guy in the clubhouse. Yeah. And I think some of that came through in that press conference when he was asked all the questions you thought, and he seemed like he had a fun answer for almost everything, right? He dropped the Dunkin' Donuts reference yeah. as far as coffee goes. And then they asked him about his postseason struggles, and that's a question where maybe you have a hard time yeah. answering, but he, he played to the crowd, right? Especially when that was the first question somebody asked him. And I was going to say, oh, God, he's going to have this look on his face, <laughs> like, what am I getting myself into? But he had a great answer. You know, I'm just saving my postseason wins for the Red Sox. And you know, you see a lot of these big press conferences and some of these guys are nervous when they come in. He looked, he couldn't have been any more comfortable. The last marquee guy I saw who looked that comfortable in his opening press conference with the team was Kurt Schilling, who just came in saying, you know, I'm the guy they brought in to, to beat the Yankees, I'm gonna do it. And hey, if you, if you can back up your talk, you, you can talk like that. Kurt did and you know, the hoping Christ can too. Well, you look at everybody, you know, I've gotten asked the question, okay, you, you hear the social media, you have the David Ortiz comments about David Price. And I'm like, you know what? Those Red Sox fans will quickly get over that. You sign this guy. All of a sudden, he becomes one of you. Yeah. That stuff with David Ortiz, forget it. I brought up a name when I was asked, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens was hated by the Yankees. We hated him as players. I mean, I loved watching him as a pitcher, but he was intimidating, and that's how he went things. Once he became a Yankee, that was quickly forgotten. Forget all the stuff of throwing guys ahead. You're on our side now. And once, I, once David Price signed with the Red Sox, all that stuff was forgotten because this guy wins. I know it's not postseason, but he gets you there, and he means that much more. And I really agree with you, you know, as far as with the rest of the rotation, not just on the mound, but he'll help out that, take a lot of pressure off of those guys. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to watch to see how these guys feed off each other, kind of what they learn from David Price. And just, like I said, I think the big thing is just the pressure he's going to take off right. the other guy because he wants that pressure. You know, guys, guys love, other pitchers love having that guy on the team who wants to be in the spotlight, who wants to eat up all the innings and save the bullpen. One of the feel-good stories, I think, also for Red Sox fans this week is to see John Farrell really up and about doing all the interviews, making the rounds. And obviously he went through a season in which he had to leave the team with the cancer treatment. But, but he's healthy. He's talking baseball. How good has that been to see for someone who's been with him on a daily basis as a, as a beat writer for years? Yeah, it's a, it, that just hit everyone like a ton of bricks when we found out what happened to John last year because you know, nobody saw that coming. He's such a big, strong, healthy-looking guy, and to get knocked on his feet like that with something like that, um, he has looked great this week. And just, uh, you know, he's, they're, they're joking because he's gaining a little more hair each day. And, uh, but, yeah, he's just, you know, he's sharp as ever. He has a quick wit. He's got his, it seems like he's got his energy back, and I'm sure he's just going to keep getting a little more in the coming weeks. But, yeah, it's, it's a great sign to see John healthy again. All the great news that you keep having on the field has got to make him feel a little bit better. Yeah. One of the things I think we have to address is Hanley Ramirez, you know, mm -hmm. going from outfield to first base. Do you see him as a Red Sox by opening day? And how, you know, I know he was a shortstop, also third baseman out with the Dodgers and with the Marlins at shortstop. 
How does he handle first base, and do you see him as a Red Sox? Yeah, you know, I saw Hanley Ramirez at the Dominican Republic a few days ago at David Ortiz's charity golf tournament, and uh, you know, he was excited about first base because I think he didn't realize how hard the outfield was going to be for him. He just felt like a complete fish out of water. Well, it is you know, when you try, have that big wall behind you. Yeah, and just not in, and just trying to catch fly balls, and and uh, it was just so foreign to him. But he said, "Hey, look, man," he said, "I've been an infielder my whole life." I can play first base. Right. And he looks at Brian Butterfield. He said, Brian Butterfield turned Mike Napoli into a near gold glove first baseman after he had been catching for most of his career. So Hanley feels much better about first. Um, the Red Sox really need him to get in better shape. They told him that. Um, from what I can see, he's working hard to attain that. Uh, so yeah, he, he's going to be a key to their team next year to see you know, how he can bounce back because they need more production behind Big Poppy. Ian Brown and Jeff Nelson, thanks so much. This has been the MLB.com Extras Red Sox edition. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.